Some of the world's greatest stories are told through song. We tell the stories about those who give us these songs. Not all the songs are great, but God damn do these guys make it interesting. You are now listening to Voluble Radio Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Valuable Radio Podcast. Uh, good one today, I think, right? Hopefully. Yeah. MC Hammer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised to know he's got a lot of albums still coming out. Like, he has um, He's got, like, 11 albums. Holy shit, that's a lot of albums for <laughs> yeah. MC Hammer. Yeah, for him to keep making music after when you thought he did, mm-hmm. um, after, you know, the whole Death Row thing. Like, everyone thought that was, like, his last one. No, he had albums coming out and out and out and out after that. Yeah, I kind of, I remember, like, 95, I guess, that five album came out. That's the uh, Death Row one? No, 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 no. He never really, I don't think he actually did a Death Row album. He worked with Death Row, but he was with Warner Brothers. Oh, that was, oh, all right. And I think he signed with Death Row, um, but they never put the album out or something like that. Yeah. Something That's the Funky like Headhunter? No, 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 that, that, that was Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <clears throat> you know, there was a lot about, there's a lot with Hammer I didn't know before looking into it. Like, I remember Hammer. Like, his name isn't actually MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah, right. I could have sworn. You're right. I thought it was M.C.Hammer. Mm-hmm. Right? Michael C. Hammer. He <laughs> <laughs> stood for cash. Like, I can remember him as early as maybe, like, six years old. Yeah, he was, like, the biggest thing when we were real young. Mm-hmm. Like, him, 91, 91, like, New Kids on the Block, I feel. Him and, like, Vanilla Ice were, like, the, the biggest things. Thing and Michael did. Jackson. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and Michael yeah. Jackson, for sure, you know? Yeah, he was probably actually before them, so. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, it's so funny going back and, and looking back at uh, MC Hammer. I can remember, like, be. I can remember one of my earliest memories being dropped off at, like, a nanny's house, like this Eastern European oh, woman. This isn't going to end good, is it? <laughs> and, uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> but, um, but like, she was, uh, I don't know, she was kind of weird. But, anyway, uh, we would get dropped off, and the MC Hammer cartoon would play, mm. and she would put that on for us to watch. So I was like, oh, wow, this is... What is this crap you're watching? <laughs> what is what is this? What is this hammer? <laughs> hammer. I'll show you sickle and hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I just so I don't know. A lot of like nostalgia came back looking into Hammer. How'd you feel about it looking back to it? Um, not so much nostalgic because I've been watching the uh, MC Hammer VH1 movie. Too le- what's it called? Too legit to quit. I think. Uh, I think it's just called the MC Hammer story. I'm not sure. Uh, either way, it came out in like 2001 or 2002 on VH1, and uh, I remember watching that in high school and just being obsessed with it. Really? Videotaping it and just watching it, just thinking it was so funny. And I even watched it on the VHS tape uh, <laughs> as late or as soon as uh, two years ago. Really? I found it and was watching it with all the commercials and everything. Mm. Yeah, I watched the, I watched it on YouTube with the commercials in yep. it, too. And it was around Christmas, so it was a lot of the same commercials. And the best are the cell phone commercials where you're like, <laughs> how much is this phone? For nothing? <laughs> yeah. For me to make a call only? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even text messaging. It's just like... Yeah. Flip the phone open. It's black on one side, kind of. Uh, Every time you answer, you're like, hello? Because you don't know who. It doesn't say who's calling. It's just the number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to answer every call now. Yeah. Oh, man, that movie. So, that, yeah. Now, that was the made-for-VH1 movie. Is that what that yeah, was? Yeah, it okay. stars the uh, – I forget his name. It's the actor who's in Weeds, and he was the uh, the guy in uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Rich, can you look that up, 40-Year-Old Virgin? The guy uh, that plays – uh, look at the size of my baby's dick. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. He's playing Hammer, and he's actually really good. Yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, he was buff as fuck in that movie to mm-hmm. play Hammer because Hammer, um, Hammer's ripped. Yeah, Hammer's fucking ripped. I forget what. So the, another thing that I found funny about Hammer is like all the dissing that went on. Like he would diss like LL Cool J in a yeah. song and stuff. So random. And uh, I forget what rapper said this. Might have been Ice Cube. Somebody said. Um, Roman A. Malco. Roman A. Malco. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. 
Yeah, so he would like diss LL Cool J, and then they. So, I, but it was like not even like disses that were hard because he's like a preacher. He'd be like, right. "Yo, stuff stinks, and my stuff's not." And you're like, <laughs> "Okay, yeah, all right. yeah, fair enough." But I forget. I, I think it was Ice Cube that said this. He's just like, "You can't have no damn gym teacher up there rapping." <laughs> Because he kind of did look like that. He was Absolutely. always wearing, like, Speedos or, like... And he had, like, those big rim glasses, those early 90s, like... They kind of looked like Steve Urkel glasses yeah, with Urkel sparklies glasses, in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't say that I was ever really a fan of this guy, ever, really. Uh, yeah, I was too young to give a shit about any music when it was big, so it was um, later that I really kind of noticed it. And um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I'm not, not a fan. It's fine. Yeah. I think fine, I like... fun music yeah, Put it yeah. on as, like, a goof at a party, and everyone laughs, and then <laughs> cry inside because we don't know what's funny and what's not anymore. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, we were pretty much uh, very aware of Hammer being famous. Okay, it, it was like... But not- he was, he was kind of... I, I kind of always grew up knowing he went poor. That was kind yeah. of the joke, like, as, like, as soon as he was big, he was, like, poor, it felt like. Yeah, because he files bankruptcy around 98, and, yeah, 98? I do. Damn, yeah. I thought it was a lot sooner. Like, yeah, he, he did a lot. Well, you see, I thought that, too. Well, 92 is when it starts going bad for him, All but right. he did his best to cover it up, and he would deny it on talk shows All and right. shit like that. Yeah, he was on a lot of talk shows. Yeah. Talking a lot of shit. Um, but, like, I don't know. His whole shtick was kind of corny overall. Of course, yeah, of course. You know? Uh, I feel like. He was a preacher. You know what it is? It's funny. You like you. Um, you're right. Everybody would goof on him for being broke or whatever. But I feel like by the time we were like twelve, thirteen years old, he was cool again. <laughs> yeah, he was, I was like really into him. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like by the time I was like twelve, everybody just stopped talking about him. I would say even less. That's what like ninety two. I can't remember anything after that. Like yeah. once the Taco Bell commercial came out, yeah, I don't remember Hammer. Yeah, and so what? Like uh, Adam's Family Groove was the last thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I remember. Say what they want to say. Do, do what, what they, they want to do. do. I had that on tape. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Now that you now that I just remembered that. My wife loves that song too. Actually, she loves the Adam's Family. Uh, it's so funny, uh, but. Yeah, it was kind of like everybody just took a vote one day. It was like, all right, we're going to stop talking about Hammer. All right, done, done. We're doing it. And uh, Vanilla Ice as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad because, you know, with rap and all this stuff, like if you're talking hood street stuff and, you know, I don't know, more like mis- misogynistic whatever kind of thing. Good money, rap. Good rap. Yeah, I would agree. It's all, it's, I prefer it. <laughs> but it, it says something about society when the role model rap, <laughs> like, just gets corny, you know? Yeah. Like, the clean image. He's very religious. I saw that he would make everybody pray with him before they went and performed. I was like, oh, that's... Whatever the religion is, he didn't give a fuck. They had yeah. to let pray to his God. <laughs> I don't know about... To his Jesus. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, uh... He <laughs> but, uh... He was... He was kind of more known for his dancing style, I would think, right? Yeah, that's all he really did. Because a lot of his songs were just rip-off fucking uh, things anyway. Like, uh, Can't Touch This is... Uh, Freak, super James. freak, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and Rick James eventually sues Hammer at one. point. Everyone sues him over that fucking song. Even the guy that claimed he did the oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's suing. <laughs> oh, I don't know, uh, but uh, that's too fucking funny. And it's crazy because for some reason, um, growing up, I just thought Hammer was just big here. But he was an international superstar. Did you see those promo cuts he did where he's like, yo, Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Oi, mate, I'm coming to see you. You know, like. <laughs> I think um, if you're that big here, you're that big everywhere. Yeah, like, I would agree. Uh, any, any kind of pop star is going to be like that everywhere, I feel. Uh, yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, the one thing I really liked about him is he put people in his community to work. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, uh, you know, that movie from VH1. I'm pretty sure it exaggerates a lot of stuff that happens well, in it. yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> but they give you an overall impression. Like, okay, we were talking bef- just before about him shooting baskets with Tupac. And what is Tup- Tupac's like? Maybe I'm going to give up this thug life. Yeah, and- this thug life. Maybe take a cooking class. <laughs> yeah. Quit saying words like perky. <laughs> he yeah. says that to Hammer. And it was kind of like, all He's right. basically like, I'm going to turn my life around tonight at this <laughs> boxing match. Yeah. After that match, everything's going to change for the better. I'm telling you. <laughs> After tonight is basically how they put it. Yeah. And there might as well have been like a monologue over it, just like, something about that day didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. feel right. <laughs> 
if I knew it was going to be the last time I seen him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would have uh, said I loved him. And also, the, uh, Rich, can you look up who played Tupac in the VH1 movie? I feel like Wait, that wasn't really Tupac? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was looking at the guy. I'm like, that doesn't look anything like Tupac. Yeah, yeah it, it was like in that Notorious movie. They basically have to put a shirt on that says Snoop Dogg or something. Because <laughs> you're like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, Tupac right. needs to wear a shirt that says, I name is Tupac. And I think it was Ahmed Johnson <laughs> that played Suge Knight in that movie. Can you look that movie up, Richie? <laughs> Thank you, man. Pearl River Plunger? Uh, Pearl River Driver. No, there you go. There you go. Uh, MC Hammer movie, uh, VH1 MC. Hammer. It's called Too Legit to Quit. Yeah, something like that. The MC Hammer story. The MC Hammer story. Um, yeah, but with all the people that he had from his community, he had like up to like fifty people on stage oh. with him at one time, man. And then when he's firing them, they're all like, "What are we supposed to do now?" And they're all pissed at him. <laughs> I don't know, get a fucking job. <laughs> yeah. Go employ fucking seventy-five people. You've got MC Hammer on your resume. Go get a <laughs> yeah. job. Yeah. All you do is fucking dance, dickhead. <laughs> what do you think? You're going to just live off that forever? No. Go get a job. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, can I see the cast? Let me see here. All right, so in that movie. No, wait a minute. No. Oh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I don't think it's Ahmed Johnson. I think I read that on a YouTube comment, and it was like, "Oh, maybe that's real." <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll post. A, I'll post a link on our uh, on the website. But um, you know, I guess it, just getting into them. You know, Oakland. It was pretty rough place to come from, mm-hmm. and that's another thing too. I was like, I knew he was West Coast, but I didn't know he was Oakland. I'm like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, you, you most of the rappers that came West Coast were more LA, I would think. You know? Yeah. So I thought it was cool that he was like a Bay Area guy. Um, but yeah, so what was his real name? Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, Stanley. Yeah. It almost looks like it would be. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's something. Oh, Stanley. I got it. Stanley Kirk Burrell. There you go. So, so uh, nothing like what I said. And he, you know, what's funny too. He's, he's around my parents' age. Ooh. Yeah. He was born in 62 and I was like, oh wow. That's like Gen X. Maybe Hammer is your real dad. Cause <laughs> you. Did wear big pants for a while there in the <laughs> late 90s. Dude, those were Jenko jeans, and the crotch was worn out. <laughs> and I also didn't realize he came from, like, a big family, too. He yeah, had... they didn't say that in the VH1 show, but Yeah, I they read made that. it seem like he had one brother. <laughs> yeah, one brother that did everything for him. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. But he had, like, nine brothers and shit. Yeah. And they lived in, like, a two-bedroom house. Yeah. Or apartment, rather. Yeah, they were just all stacked on top of each other, like the Jackson 5 kind of thing. Mm. And Sexy. Yeah, and also, they kind of showed the father in the movie, too. I didn't even notice, yeah. It was like a two-second scene. the mom or the dad, really, now that you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of not. Beginning in church, and then he runs from church for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Half the movie is him as a little kid running away from church. <laughs> yeah. So once you fast forward past that, it gets good. <laughs> but once he's finally out of that church, <laughs> and he starts dancing, like, you don't see the mother ever again. He doesn't mention <laughs> yeah. he has a mother. No, he kisses her goodbye when he gets on the tour bus. Oh, all right. Because yeah. I was trying to keep stats on the movie. I'm like, is this factual? i got to really look into this shit. Uh, but Did he really run for 30 days after that? that <laughs> it felt like it in that opening. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, so, yeah, they show the father for two seconds, and the father is like, I heard you're trying to get into the drug game kind of thing. <laughs> and he's like, what do you know about it? You are a pro- professional poker player. So what do you need money I don't like gambling? Those, yeah, yeah, I don't like those friends. That's right. I do remember this now. Yeah, and that was the thing. The father wasn't around, and he was like a professional gambler. That was his thing. I think he was like a pit boss or something <laughs> at like an illegal casino maybe. Uh, and then I, uh, his mom was just a secretary. So, like, the mom was, like, basically providing for the family. So he would um, – what was his thing? He would dance in the parking lots of o- the Oakland A's. Yeah, he was uh, – he would, like, catch all the foul balls or something. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that, that or something. And then he would also dance and uh, people would throw money and it caught the owner's eye. Yeah. A- again, in the movie, they portray, like, a young – hammer outside the Oakland Coliseum and he's like doing James Brown moves and splits and shit and the people are just like throwing mad cash at him and uh, I guess Charles Finley the owner of the team catches him mm. and is like doesn't really catch him because he's like at first he thinks he's in trouble but he just right. wants him to be like the bat boy <laughs> yeah. just to entertain him 
He's yeah. got this little cute kid dancing and doing all this stuff. So he's like, hey, I'm going to make money off him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I just picture Hammer going out there, like, doing, like, splits and <laughs> doing all his dance steps, giving the guy the bat and just, like, I <laughs> cartwheeling back. I just, whatever Hammer stuff. You know. <laughs> Not the moonwalking. Not the moonwalking. Uh, so Je- uh, Reggie Jackson um, actually gave Hammer his nickname because he looked like Hank Aaron. That's what they said, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So all the baseball guys... It, 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 I kind of got the impression that his nickname was the Hammer. Yeah, the Hammer. So I got the impression that, um, you know, Hammer wanted to be like a pro ball player because he was in with all these guys. Yeah, at first he wanted to be, but he wasn't as as good. Because in the movie, and again, the movie you can't really go by because I don't think at most of it is real. But you know, he's talking to his brother, and he's just like, "I'm special. I'm going to be somebody." And his brother's like, "You ain't going to be anything." <laughs> Listen, listen to you. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, he he uh, really believed that he was going to be a pro ball player. He actually starts trying out for the team once he graduates high school, I yeah. saw. Um, and then as a kid, too, he had the nickname Pipeline because he was basically uh, Charles Finley's narc. Hmm. So he would be traveling with the team and stuff, and he's the eyes and ears of the owner to make sure everything's on the up and up with the team. So they would call him Pipeline. Like, oh, hey, everybody, shh, Pipeline's coming in the room. This is not when he's a little kid, though, right? Uh, no, he's probably, like, in high school or All something. Right. Summertime, I would think. You know? right. uh, so, like, right out of high school, he tries out for the A's. Because in the movie, again, Charles Finley tries to... Like, come on, Hammer, you can do it. Yeah, this yeah, is going to be your... Him out. Yeah, yeah, he's really helping him out. And he he doesn't obviously make the team. And then he tries out for the San Francisco Giants cross town <laughs> and doesn't make that team either. <laughs> and, yeah, so he actually goes... Uh, takes an under undergraduate class in communications. He tries to... I think he, they said uh, he tries to get a job at Target, but they won't even get it on that team. <laughs> they call themselves teams. <laughs> Target your team. They wouldn't hire him for that team either. (laughs) Oh, man. Can you imagine uh, Hammer at Target? Just like shiny (laughs) glasses and (laughs) dirty Urkel glasses. He'd probably be helpful. He'd be the only fucking helpful person there. Yeah. Yeah. Hammer. I really like Hammer, dude. Like, I don't really like his music, but (laughs) him as a person, I really like him. I don't like him or his politics, but (laughs) as a person, he's a good guy. Yeah, uh, but so he start. He takes an undergraduate class in communications, but he's discouraged with the course. And then he considers taking up drug dealing. Mm, that's yeah, a good consideration. But uh, and the other thing is, he's like super religious too, Hammer. And he decides. I get. He joins the Navy for a little bit. They didn't get into it in the movie, which I thought was weird. Mm. I'm like, I would figure that would be like a big thing. Him going to the Navy, right? <laughs> the what's it called? <laughs> he has just those really wide navy pants. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. The, yeah, that, that just makes sense in my head. Uh, he considered. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So upon getting back from the navy, uh, this is where Hammer gets into becoming a preacher, and he tries to jazz up the local church by making it like a dancey, like hip hop fun fun thing. Yeah, currenty. Kind of gay old time. <laughs> yeah, it raps about God. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, if right? you're going to church, I'd rather it be like that than I what agree. it is. So, yeah, okay. I would definitely check that out. Yeah, and he was very loved by everybody, too. Yeah, yeah he really cared. He really cares about Loved people. in his community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then by eight... So he meets this girl, uh, Stephanie Fuller, uh, his wife, and... I guess she goes to the church, too. In the movie, again, I'm just going to try to just push that out. But in the movie, again, he, like, meets her in church. Like, what are you looking in a ma- looking for in a man, baby? Like, come on. Hammer's not, like, smooth, like, creepy perjury. Per- he could be. Yeah, maybe. I mean. But needless to say, they fall in love. And then oh. by 85, uh, he's a full-on pr- He's a full-on preacher. He has a, He's married now, and he also has a kid. Mm. And the wife seems to be the one that pushes him to pursue his dream of being a performer, right? Yeah. Um, so then I was reading that Hammer basically 
gets his break because he gets in with this Christian songwriter, and they form this Christian rap group called the Holy Ghost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds fucking cool. I would definitely go check out the Holy Ghost Boys. Uh-huh. I see them uh, performing at like maybe like a county fair or like a street fair or something, yeah. right? I did that. I could see them like uh, dressed up like the band Ghost too, with, like all the <laughs> but, face paint on. And, yeah. <laughs> that, that oh man, that should have been Ghost's name. Ghosts, mm-hmm. Ghosts. Uh, so <clears throat> now that he's got the Holy Ghost boys, he borrows twenty grand. Holy ghost boys. <laughs> twenty grand from uh, two the A's. Yeah, two Oakland A's players, uh, Mike Davis and Dwayne Murphy. Mm, they should have kept it. Yeah, because I don't know if they get paid back this money too. Um, Sure they do. At one point in the movie, Chuck Finley crashes this party thing and uh, is like, uh, I've been hearing things in the locker room, Hammer. <laughs> Where's the guy's money? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it's coming to him. It's going to get there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor, poor Hammer. And then, um, yeah, so he gets this money, and then he starts recruiting people in the neighborhood uh, to f- perform with him during live performances. And this is like dancers. He's got a live band behind him. Mm. And now that he's got all these, you know, people helping him out, he also recruits his brother Wesley, who has a real estate agency, <laughs> but makes him do everything for <laughs> makes him. Makes him basically like he's the makes him his manager, and yeah. he's like, I don't know how to do a managing thing. Yeah, at one point he has him doing deals with Capitol Records. Yeah, and he's like hanging up on them, like not enough money. Call me back when you got more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's like all different phones going off in his house, yeah. and he's. He's, like, denying anyone from signing him, which is smart. Yeah. Because he gets a great deal with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does get a good deal. Uh, It's smart, but then it's, like, at at a certain point when you get famous enough, it's like, yeah, dude, no, you need real lawyers to start taking care of things. Yeah. Because this guy sells real estate. He's not a lawyer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, very – I don't know. Hammer just wanted to bring everybody in, I felt. Yeah. Like, I'm famous. I'm making money. Like, I want to share this with you. Except his other – Brothers and sisters, considering we never heard anything from any of them. Yeah. So that's weird. Yeah, they're not in the story except for Wesley. There's another eight of them that you don't really hear about. Uh, So by 86, Hammer's got his own record label, and this is uh, Busted Productions. Busted. And they release his first album, uh, Feel My Power. (laughs) And then him and his wife just start self-promoting. Like, they just go everywhere with this album. Hammer's got the trunk of his car open, and the albums are all lined up. He's like, five bucks, ten bucks, how much you got? All right, all right, little man, I got you. And then, like, he's just getting his music out. And, dude, he sells, uh, what, 50,000 copies? Damn, that's a big trunk. That's Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's driving a dumpster. (laughs) It's a Winnebago, I believe. (laughs) And yeah, he and then he's really tough on the uh, people in his entourage. Like he not so much where he's mean to them, but when it comes to rehearsal and practice, the impression I got is you got to do it better, you got to do it faster, you know? Yeah, which was good. I mean, he whipped them into shape and he put yeah. everybody to work. He got kind of crazy with all the people that he brought in too. He paid one guy to just look like a security guard for him because mm. he was just a big guy. He's like, but Hammer, I can't do anything. And he's like, it's all right, man. You just stand over there. Just fold your arms and look mean. <laughs> How easy is that? I mean, I'd fuck it up. <laughs> fuck, I didn't look mean enough. Oh, damn it, I was smiling the whole time. <laughs> I'm smiling and clapping along with <laughs> Hammer. Snap my fingers. <laughs> yeah, so, and because he gets these dancers, he just goes to, like, random clubs he brings his record, he pays the DJ off to play the record, and mm-hmm. then they all just do this dancing where he's like lip, lip-syncing <laughs> with his own music and doing a performance. It makes sense because it looks cool. It's like this performance right in the middle. It does look really cool, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that. No, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Uh, <laughs> and then he gets his uh, a couple singles on the radio out there in Oakland, and it's the single Ring'em. Uh, let's get it started. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah. Let's get it started. <laughs> ha! Yeah. In the song, uh, Let's Get It Started, he dis- this is where he first disses L.O. Oh, cool J, Dougie Fresh, and Run DMC. <laughs> and I just don't get why he's dissing any. I mean, it makes sense. If you want to blow up in the rap game, you got to start dissing yeah. people. And, he started know. it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> MC Hammer started diss rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. He owes it all to Eminem. I think you're onto a good I mean, Eminem owes it all to him. <laughs> to MC Hammer. <laughs> 
Yeah. But because now he's sold like 60,000 copies, he's getting a buzz in these club scenes. He's getting uh, recognition from, you know, local – I wouldn't – no, actually major record labels at this point want to sign him really badly. And he basically turns them all down. You know, he, he kind of looks at them like, I just sold 60,000 <coughs> copies, right? And if you sell that for, say, five bucks, he's averaging up per unit. What's that, like $300,000? I'll take your word. Yeah, dude, it's pretty good, you know? So you're going to have to offer him something decent. And then they, and then I guess it's the guy from... Isn't this... He's opening up for, like, uh, bands at this time, and they're, like, they can't perform after him because everyone leaves because he, like... Well, what happens is... So now he's just... Um, what's it called? He's doing the independent thing himself. Uh, he's doing this performances in the clubs, and he does one performance, and the guy from Capital comes and sees him, right? And he doesn't know who Hammer is, but he's like, okay, you've got something, obviously. I've never heard of you. Capital is trying to get into the rap game, right? Because they don't have a rap artist. They see it's this growing market, and they offer him $100,000. And then, like you said, the brother helped negotiate it, and they end up getting 750000 Jesus. Yeah. Pretty fucking sweet, man. I oh, mean, yeah. can you imagine just being like, I'm living... One million seven hundred fifty thousand. Uh, okay, so well, that's a million more than you just said, Mike. In the movie, it's seven hundred fifty. Ooh, yeah, that's why I'm like, this movie is not accurate. <laughs> well, maybe the Wikipedia is not accurate, considering yeah. I don't think anyone's gotten two million dollars for their opening deal. Yeah, that's what so I I'm going to say. Seven hundred fifty. Yeah, I think. that Wikipedia is probably wrong. Yeah, because exactly right. Yeah, seven hundred fifty thousand. He's not going to push it that hard. Yeah, you know? and I don't think that's ever mm-hmm. two million dollars for a fucking. No one. Yeah, I totally agree, especially when they don't know what rap is, and this <laughs> yeah. guy could just, you know. But uh, they do make their money back and then, then some oh, off yeah. of Hammer, because by 87, Capital reissues Feel My Power, you know, and puts Hammer on tour with Soul Elixir and To Be Smooth. And I try to look into those two groups, Soul Elixir and To mm-hmm. Be Smooth. I think they were made up for the movie because there's nothing <laughs> on them. So I don't know if they're trying to protect people or something. Yeah, maybe. I read somewhere that on one of the tours, uh, Boys to Men was with Hammer, and their tour manager got shot to death. Damn. And that kind of helped push uh, Boys to Men um, into popularity because of the news story. I was like, wow, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. So I, <laughs> Nothing sells smooth uh, vocals like your manager getting shot to death. And then in the movie, that one band's manager gets shot to death. So yeah. maybe that's what they're... I thought that was his brother at first. I'm yeah, like, so did I. Yeah, something happens where basically he's on tour with this soul elixir and To Be Smooth. Maybe. Maybe. And then he's doing better than the band and nobody wants to follow him. Because no one's ever heard of soul elixir or To Be Smooth. Or To Be Smooth. And then, um, what's it called? Uh... Because of this friction, and then Hammer starts headlining instead of closing the act, uh, somebody's tour manager gets shot to death. Because <laughs> of it? Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, because in the movie, at least, one of the guys sent yeah, a yeah. dude in to, to kill, I guess, the brother, but they killed the tour manager Ooh. instead. <sighs> fucking nuts, dude. Um, and then, but audiences fucking love Hammer right off the bat because he's got the coolest goddamn show. He's got like yeah. 50 people on stage. They're all dressed the same. They all do the same amazing dance moves. Uh, live band. They're all tight, and it's really fun. It does, yeah, it looks fucking cool as hell. Yeah. And <clears throat> what's it called? Believe it or not. Yeah, believe it or not. And part of the deal with signing with Capital, Hammer also gets a mobile studio, too. So. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome because uh, bands have been doing that. I've heard, and I didn't realize Hammer was probably, like, the first to do that. Yeah, yeah, it seems that way, yeah. Because, yeah, all bands nowadays do that shit on mm-hmm. tour, start writing and recording on the bus because it's easy. But this motherfucker was doing it almost 30 years ago. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, and then while he's on tour, obviously, he's doing exactly what you just said. He's getting, um, he's uh, recording his next album. And then uh, he released, so now we're in 88, so he releases Let's Get It Started. <laughs> And uh, that's that. Let's get it started. And ha! That's really not what it is. <laughs> no? I don't think so. I was so. wondering. I thought that song came out uh, a little later. But the albums feature the singles uh, Turn This Mother Out. That's an okay song, I guess. <laughs> an MC Hammer song, so. Pump It Up. They put me put me in the mix. That one's pretty good. They put me in the mix. And uh, Let's Get It Started, <laughs> obviously. And then the, this album goes platinum. And sometime 
in 88, he befriends Arsenio Hall, I saw. Mm. Uh, and then by 89, because he's friends with Arsenio Hall, he cut the single, You Can't Touch This, and Hammer performs it on his show, and then he becomes a household name from that point. Oh, well, yeah. You know? So then in 1990, uh, Hammer releases, Please Hammer, Don't no. Hurt Him. No, please, Hammer, no. Hammer, what are you doing? Don't hurt him, Hammer. Hammer, stop. Please don't. That that was released in ninety. That's that's released in nineteen ninety, right. and um, <laughs> it takes the number one spot in the Billboard and remains there for twenty one weeks. Yikes! Yeah. Pretty crazy. I, he, uh, you know, you know what's weird too is that him and Michael Jackson had this thing where they had respect for each other. <laughs> is that that weird? Yeah. Uh, although they're Quin- both squares. Although Quincy Jones just did this article, like a tell-all art- article about everybody. Oh boy, <laughs> uh, we got to do a Quincy Jones episode. That guy's awesome. But we need to do a Rashida Jones episode. But uh, Quincy said that Michael was uh, very Machiavellian, and he would steal people's stuff and mm. just capitalize on people, and he was not a good person business-wise. Really? Yeah, well, that's we- like the Beatles when he stole that. Yeah, when he stole the Beatles thing. Well, well yeah. he didn't steal it. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't steal. He just sneakily bought it. <laughs> this is mine now. Mine now, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Suck my dick. <laughs> so then, because, uh, please, Hammer, don't hurt him. No, please, Hammer. <laughs> just don't. Please, Hammer, don't hurt them. Hammer, stop. <laughs> uh, Hammer goes on this uh, world tour now because he's a world international sensation. And this is where he's cutting all these promos. And the promos are fucking so funny. I like when he says Detroit. Yeah, oh, yeah. There, I did. I did again. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Again, I hope that's just not in the movie and actually a real thing. Oh, it is. All right, cool. Um, and, you know, around this time, too, this is where he starts just buying ridiculous shit. Uh, he has the most ridiculous house built ever. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's, it says Hammer on the... Uh, I think it says Hammer Time. Hammer Time. <laughs> on, yeah, on the gate when you open it. And there's that Simpsons episode where Homer bought his house and changed it to Homer Time. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. But uh, the house... So, there's something with Hammer and water, I noticed. Yeah, it means like power or something. Or like when you have a lot of water around you, it like gives you like this, I don't know, so he's like some kind of... Some kind of flow or yeah. something. Some feng shui. Feng shui. Hammer likes his feng shui. <laughs> yeah. But in the house, he has waterfalls. He has, like, a grotto and shit. Oh, He's yeah. got, like, a huge pool. Uh, and, and I don't know how many uh, rooms are in the house, but it's a lot of rooms. I think it's only, like, four rooms. <laughs> Get the fuck <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird house. I'll put a, I'll put a link to the to the house. Uh, on, There's on the a den and yeah. a laundry nook, but like, yeah, it's a very modest house. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. um, and also at this time, his payroll for his staff is like five hundred thousand dollars a month. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, I think his brother's like yelling at him, like, "You can't have all these people on your fucking." You but know? then his brother makes him buy all these horses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's another like... thing. He's got race horses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're big. They buy a lot of horses for the Kentucky Derby and bullshit. And plus, he's, uh, I mean, we're going to come up on it, but he drops a shitload of money on a music video that doesn't need to be made, <laughs> yeah. kind of. That's the too legit? Yeah, we'll come up on that, though. Uh, and also around this point, uh, rappers are starting to mock him. Uh, this is 90? Yeah. So we got, like, yeah, gangster so, rap. And well, yeah. I th- well, this Cube. Just before I would say gangster rap is just dominating, mm-hmm. this is probably like public enemy time. All right. Right? And that public enemy time is kind of where— Isn't this also like NWO time? NWO. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean Hogan and them. <laughs> no, not yet. Oh, all right. That has nothing to do with this story, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, but you got to figure, like, it's more like political rap. Like, A Tribe Called Quest is a little bit more political, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, um, And— <clears throat> And Hammer's got this, like, squeaky clean, like, you know, like I said before, gym teacher image. <laughs> Urkel. <laughs> Urkel meets gym teacher. The, the Urkel, there had to be an Urkel crossover, him doing some Hammer shit. I'm picturing it. Urkelos and Hammer something. Probably. There had to be an Urkel crossover, Hammer something. Rich, can you Google Urkel and... Um, MC Hammer. MC Hammer. See if something he had to have up. dressed like him in an episode or something. Like <laughs> yeah. Stefan turns into uh, something. <laughs> Stefan. They look too much the goddamn same to Stefan Urkel. And they're both big at the same time. Um, and yeah, so all the, all these rappers are just like, kind of like, yeah, MC Hammer's lame, you know? 
Uh, but but dis- despite all the criticism Hammer's starting to receive at this time, uh, his world tour is like a huge success. So now he's like an international sensation. Uh, and so much so that Mattel launches the MC Hammer doll. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> I probably had them. Uh, you got anything, Rich? Do you go to images? On, oh, is that it? MC Hammer was on Family Matters. Uh, all right. Nah, cut this out. It don't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Wait. <laughs> put it to here. Play it over and put it to the mic. <laughs> we'll play thirty seconds. So, Rick. All right. All right, cool. Thank you, Rich. So, Steve Urkel dance featuring MC Hammer. Well, let's <laughs> check this out. Oh, I'm uh, just watching the Urkel. Oh, there you go. Oh, no, this is edited over it. Yeah. All right, I'm cutting all that out. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Hope for Eddie. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he's got the MC Hammer dolls out and everything. And now, in 91, Hammer drops the MC from his name. And I thought you were going to say drops the N-bomb, and I was like, what? How outrageous would it be if Hammer dropped <laughs> If he was, yeah, the first one to be using it in raps and stuff? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like that. This preacher guy is dropping the N-bomb? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Um... So then uh, he this 91, yeah, he drops MC from his name, and he releases Too Legit to Quit, which goes on and sells 5 million copies. Yeah, that was a big hit, too. And, yeah, the lead single definitely helped. And I YouTubed the video just because uh, I remember. Because I had an extra day and a half of nothing yeah, to watch. Exactly. It's like a 15-minute <laughs> video. It's very cinematic, you know? It's like Thriller, only not good. So I YouTubed it, and, of course, there's, like, an ad before it plays because it's, like, a 15-minute video. And the ad is the Burger King commercial too legit to <laughs> for six or whatever. Damn. Too legit. Yeah. Too legit for six. <laughs> so I'm like, so the ad to the too legit video is basically Burger King mocking the too legit video. <laughs> I mean, where does irony start and life begin? Uh, yeah. Is it art life or life imitating art? Steep man. Now I want some whoppers. <laughs> now I want some too legit for sixes. Right, we're going to BK. We'll see. Let's end this. Let's end this one uh, now. Rich, pause it. We're going to BK right now. No. Um, so, uh, the real video uh, features Jim Belushi as a news reporter, mm. and they're reporting. Uh, Is on... he hilarious? I bet he's really funny. <laughs> he's he's pretty wacky. Oh God, he's so much better better than his brother. <laughs> oh, whatever his name is. Oh man. But uh, Jim Belushi is reporting on Hammer quitting his last show. <laughs> and he's, it, you know, it's Belushi just doing like, oh, Hammer, you too good to do show. Just doing baby voice. Yeah, just doing weird shit. And then this is like a uh, news montage of cutting to different celebrities. Bud from. Bud from. Uh, <laughs> <Mary> Children. <laughs> Danny Clover. Uh, Henry Winkler. There you go. Tony Danza. These were the most famous people in, what, 1990? 91? 91. Donnie and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, there you go. Right? Uh, Easy E and DJ Quick, and they're, like, rolling dice. <laughs> so it's like they're going up to every person. They're like, Hammer Quit. They're like, no, nah, man, not Hammer. And then they finally get to Easy E, and he's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm surprised you left that in. Cause oh, yeah. I mean, it's, that's it shows, like, really he's funny. got a sense of humor about yeah. himself. I like that. I think that's funny. Uh, and then after he goes through all these celebrities. And then, uh, mm-hmm. then Easy E dies, and MC Hammer goes, who? No, he actually wrote a thing for Easy. Him. Yeah, he wrote a I don't know rap thing. Anyway, uh, so um, so Hammer, yeah, after he goes through all these celebrities, Hammer's in the basement, and it's just shots of him like lifting weights and him flexing and stuff mm-hmm. and doing push-ups. And above him in the basement is James Brown just sitting on a throne. <laughs> Actual James Brown. Real James Brown, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking this is uh, like an interview they were doing with him. <laughs> like this was his real house and shit. No, 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 no. This is the music video still. Oh, right. And he walks up a mountain of stairs to get there, acts, uh, acts, ugh, asks James Brown. Acts. <laughs> <laughs> asks James Brown. Do it again. Do it again. 
from the beginning, MC Hammer was born Stanley Burrell. <laughs> so basically, James Brown gives him permission and says he's too legit to quit. And then five oh. minutes after that point, the music video starts. It's a hard fucking watch. It's a hard watch. But I'll put a link in the in the show notes so people can watch it. Um, yeah. But it does show James Brown, like, he knocks down MC Hammer at one point And to tell MC Hammer to get up, he's like, get up! <laughs> Doing shit like that. Get up, uh, copyrighted. (laughs) And then his second biggest single off this this Too Legit to Quit album is the uh, Adam's Family soundtrack (laughs) song. What is it? Adam's Groove. Mm -hmm. And that's the do what they want to do, say say what what they they want to say. Dance how they want to dance. Kick and they slap a friend. And then Hammer... uh, There's a whole making the video of that. If you could watch that, you should put that in the show notes as well. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's like 20 (laughs) minutes long, and you could tell... um, that uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd does not want to be there. Oh. He does not give a fuck. He has to, he's just going, he's like, <clears throat> obligation. He's like, yeah, what's going on? I got to do this. Does it and gets the fuck out. But wow. Rob Julius, uh, mm. who plays uh, Gomez, is all into it, coming oh, up with awesome. dance moves and stuff. So he actually gives a fuck. But um, Both of those things are awesome. I kind of yeah, like Even Angelica Lloyd. Houston kind of is there laughing and kind of. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's and then the kids funny. are there. It's 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 a funny. It's a really bad video, <laughs> but it's funny watch it because there's really bad head animation bouncing like his head gets chopped oh, off and God. it's early 90s animation and it's fucking beautiful. Speaking of animation, he also put out that cartoon the same year too that <laughs> that Russian lady would molest you too. <laughs> 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 Whatever that creepy story was. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they had the the MC Hammer cartoon that came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your favorite. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just... Uh, now, did you watch any episodes of it? Yeah, yeah. I went back and watched an episode. It's really funny because it tells the whole plot of the of the show within the theme song of the show. <laughs> of every episode? It's just like it- something about Gramps had these, like, magic shoes. So MC Hammer is just a uh, regular... I think his name is Stanley on the show. And mm-hmm. then he puts on these magic shoes. Oh, yeah. And then he turns into Hammer Man. But the beginning, so the, the the cartoon isn't voiced by Hammer, but he does like the real life action uh, portrayal in the beginning. Oh, like Mario, like the real Lou Albano's yeah, yeah, yeah. the real Mario, so he would talk. But yeah, but the main show is about the cartoon kind of thing. Yep. So it was like Hammer in the beginning, and you could tell it's just all ad libbed, and it, it's really fucking funny. I'll, I'll put a link up. I, I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> is it better than the Jackson Five cartoon? Yeah, yeah, because uh, it reminds me of just childhood. Yeah, yeah. You know? But yeah, despite like yeah, all, yeah, that's stupid. Despite despite this like Mattel, <laughs> Mattel doll, a cartoon, Adam's Family, all this shit, Taco uh, Bell, Taco Bell commercial. Despite all the success, at this point he's about like three million dollars in debt. Oh yeah, and it's because, is he still paying everyone? Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, there's like I mean the movie portrayed it, and I would assume that some of this is probably real, but it showed like. Him paying people on his payroll just not to go deal drugs. Mm. Like, yeah, no, 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 don't go do this. Just be on my payroll. And it basically killed him, you know yeah. what I mean? And uh, so he has to fire people. So he has to start selling drugs. So he has to, <laughs> <laughs> so he has to fire everybody on his payroll pretty much. And like you were saying before, they're just all pissed off and, and yelling at Hammer. <laughs> you're, you're, they're yelling at him because they chose to uh, the backup dancer in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they're pissed at him for that. <laughs> Good point. Uh, but then 92, this is where he tours with Boys to Men uh, to support Too Legit. And the tour manager for Boys to Men is shot dead. Oof. Yeah. And, yeah, they blow up right after that. And Hammer is being sued by a Christian recording artist. And this is for the use of the word uh-oh in a fucking <laughs> rap song. Like, give me a fucking break. Very Christian of him. Yeah, how Christian, right? <clears throat> and soon after that, Hammer's dropped off of Capitol Records. And he kind of goes on, like, a brief hiatus for a little bit, mm. right? Um, and people moved completely on Hammer at this point. Nobody, you know, this is where he's just not cool anymore. Yeah. Right? Uh, so how's he going to get cool now? Because, well, here's the thing. You got Snoop Dogg in music videos. And he's wearing blue flannel with the dickies or the khakis. Mm-hmm. And then you got Hammer in, like, genie pants and, like, a leopard print onesie <laughs> outfit. <laughs> like That's pretty ghetto, though. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably be able to find his outfit at a Goodwill easier than Snoop Dogg's. 
Nowadays. Do I want to dress like Dre or do I want to dress like bedazzled Steve Urkel? <laughs> Maybe oh, like kind of meets like I don't know. MC, meets uh, Vanilla Ice. In in the Too Legit video, he's kind of dressed like Sade in, in one of her music oh, videos. I that. Yeah. But uh, so '93, uh, Hammer signs with Warner Brothers and starts recording for his next album. I heard they changed it to Warner Brother at that point. <laughs> Warner Brother, the cops, Warner Brother. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and while he's at Warner Brothers, he's approached by Suge Knight, and you never want to be approached by Suge, Suge Knight. Knight. Yeah, and Death Row. Maybe Suge Day, but not Suge Knight. <laughs> yeah, Sugar Ray came. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't want to be approached by Suge Knight, and and Death Row Records is the biggest thing as far as rap goes in the country, and. Like you said, how is Hammer going to get cool again? So Hammer wants to change his image. Hammer wants to change his image, and he gets in with Suge Knight. And then Suge Knight and the Dog Pounder actually on his next album, which is '94, uh, is the, the Funky, Funky Head, Head Hunter. Hunter. And Suge Knight raps on the album. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know Suge Knight rapped. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That is, that's like when I first heard Puff Daddy rapped, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why we didn't know he rapped because he shouldn't. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the album really doesn't do well. So what what happens with the funky? Hammer? Although Pumps and a Bump ain't bad song. Yeah, it's uh, like a, it's, it's my favorite Hammer song. Yeah, it's a good '90s like Pumps uh, and a bump, oh, in a bump. Whoop. And yeah, he gets in trouble with that music video. It actually has to get edited, and they make a new music video. Well, he has a hard on in it. <laughs> yeah, he's just in a bikini thong with a big old hard on. The best part in the movie uh-huh. uh, is he. They're recording that part. Right. For the uh, and at his house, mm. they're recording him in the jacuzzi, just pumping <laughs> his big hard dick, and um, his wife and daughter come in and see it. And the daughter's. By the way, there's also sexy girls everywhere. Sexy yeah. girls everywhere. There's guns on the table. The wife doesn't like it, and yeah. then she sees her husband just pumping and grinding. <laughs> oh, I did see that part in the movie. Now in the movie, right? And they can't lock eyes. Like the daughter and <laughs> Hammer notices them looking at him. He doesn't stop pumping, and he's still pumping real sexy, but like sad face. Like realize he just, just. Oh man, it is great. Thousand yards. He's stare. embarrassed. A thousand yard stare into his daughter's eyes while she's <laughs> smiling, watching him pumping and bumping. And, oh, it is great. He doesn't stop. And the song's like that G-Funk, that... Yeah. Very... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think there's actually even... Um, at one point, they cut to, like... What are those things called? Uh, the low riders on the hydraulics. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is everything ridiculous. And, yeah, the album doesn't do well, and... <laughs> believe it or not. And Hammer actually ends up losing more fans because the people that are hardcore dedicated to him... But he uh, gets a lot of uh, gay followers uh, after that. Does he really? Because of the Pumps and a Bump video, because his hard dick is there. No, I'm making this all... Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, go. Uh, that is... Check out this hard dick. Yeah. I'll put a link to the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, 95, he decides to go back to his clean image... On the album Inside Out, and this also doesn't do very well. <laughs> I, I think, it, yeah, pretty much from here out. It's... Yeah, because people look at him now where they're just like, he's. they think he's bitter about everything. And it's because in the liner notes of the album. He lost almost a billion dollars. I'd be bitter too. Yeah, and I mean, in the liner notes, he basically blames his so-called fans and people he staffed for using him. <laughs> wow. That's what happened, though. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you don't put that in the liner notes, maybe. I don't know. But, uh, you know, whatever. I guess I'd be bitter, too, if I were him. <laughs> so, basically, he signs back back with Capitol Records in 96. Jeez. By 97, Hammer sued by the U.S. government for <laughs> $779,000. Is that for the book deal? Uh, it was something where he hadn't been paying his taxes. Oh, all right. So, it's different. But he's on all these talk shows being like, yeah, I just blew $20 million. Look what happened to me. <laughs> and, like, the, the IRS basically looked at, like, all right, well, this is what you filed for taxes. This is what you're talking about on other shows, <laughs> on these talk shows. He, and they yeah, busted him. He does that a lot. He gets in trouble yeah. with money. Um, recently... Um, he was supposed to write a book and didn't, and all the money, he got sued for that money because he just never wrote the book <laughs> with the advance they gave him, and they sued him for that again. <laughs> Way to go, Hammer. Yeah. Uh, 98, he finally files for ba- uh, bankruptcy, and that's because at this point— I'm he, surprised it's so late. He, well, at this point, he finally looked at the, the, the bottom line, and it said, oh, wow, I'm $13 million in debt. <laughs> it was 96? 
Oh, okay. Yeah, 13 million. Oh, I guess I have 98, but yeah, maybe it was 90. Let's say 97. Yeah, it was around this hiatus time. Uh, but 2000, so he follows bankruptcy. 2000, he basically becomes a gospel rapper again. And as far as I could tell, he did gospel. He's still doing kind of like a gospel thing? Yeah, it's still gospel, still rapping, still has like, he invests a lot in like tech crunch companies and stuff. That's interesting. And he invested and loses money in a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> One thing he tried to start, it was like they took Google's and Bing's mm-hmm. search engines and like, so it was like everything. Mm-hmm. And that didn't even get out of beta testing form before that company ended. Wow. He had like dance.com or dance something.com mm-hmm. that also just went down. Like he, he invests a lot in companies that don't do well either uh, yeah he also i saw i saw that he was one of the earliest celebrities to be on twitter too well, promoting really. himself and stuff and he has a blog I yeah i think he has like two million twitter followers yeah something like that a lot yeah. of bots i'm sure yeah um and then yeah now yeah he's putting out everything independently uh i do remember him now recently i guess not that recently but he used to do those commercials like are you do you need to file for bankruptcy do you remember those commercials oh, no. yeah I remember seeing those and feeling so bad for him. Like, oh, the hammer. <laughs> Please don't hurt him, hammer. Hammer, stop hurting them. Stop, hammer. Stop hurting a hammer is what I want. Hammer, stop hurting yourself. But uh, he's not completely broke. He's still worth $1.5 I mean, that's a big difference, obviously. <laughs> but it's not like he's worth, like, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's probably living, like, upper middle class, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, on the I also saw that with the tech companies you were talking about. He works about like 10 to 12 hours a day between Twitter tech companies that he's investing in and fail <laughs> and social media. No one's buying. Yeah, and music no one's buying. So uh, Yeah, it just I feel sad for him because it is uh, – Yeah. He, is, he does seem like a good guy. Yeah. And um, he does have like a positive message up until the funky head under. <laughs> yeah. But, but he released a uh, – um, uh, greatest hits on Capital when he signed back with them, mm. and they didn't include anything off of Funky Headhunter. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because that was like the only album that was listenable. I'm sure, my, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean that pretty much wraps up the Hammer story, man. Um, so who plays who in the movie? It's just watch the VH1 one. Uh, that's what <laughs> I said. Hi, it's he's, the VH1. He's great. It's uh, I forgot his name already, but um, Wesley Snipes. Oh, they're both Shit, broke. They really both know good. what it's like. Oh, yeah, the IRS both. I say happen. Urkel, Urkel, Young MC Hammer. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, all right. Jamal, Jamal, Jamil, Jamal White, Jamal White. I like uh, Wesley Snipes. I think that that guy should come back and play Hammer. Because he can definitely do the moves. Because he's like athletic. Yeah, he's ripped. So he's still just yeah. He could use the money too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it for us today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, for more episodes, please go check out ViableRadio.com. You can also find all the show notes that I, we were talking about. I'll have links up there. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Valuable Radio. Two, two, three.